How are you guys? Good, how are you? Good. This goddamn <laughs> internet thing, I don't get it. What a piece of yeah. shit. <laughs> I never signed off on it. I was going to say, is this our first Canadian? Oh. I think so. Yeah. I, yeah. Was, I wasn't sure if you were going to have a, like a French accent or not. I don't hear it. Well, she's not um, from that part, right? Well, I am. I'm from Quebec, oh, so the go. French part. Um, I've been told in the past when I went to New Hampshire that I have an accent, um, but it's definitely not a French accent. Mm, okay, I can kind of hear. It almost sounds like a really gentle Minnesota accent, doesn't it? Oh, gentle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like ours is aggressive, I would say. Yeah, nasally. It's like it comes from the nose for sure. Well, so I guess I'd fit in in Minnesota then. Oh yeah, you you could chameleon your way right in here. Yes. Nobody'd even as long as you like. Uh, what would she need to do to be an honorary Minnesotan? What what would she have to purchase? Uh, a snowblower, maybe. A snowblower, <laughs> possibly. Uh, a shirt that says like P on the Packers or uh, something like that. Yeah. You'd be fine. Maybe a Minnesota like state tattoo. That'd probably solidify you. Yeah. <laughs> if you're I have underclass. a New England Patriots t shirt. Well, that, uh, that's not going to get you very far. No. <laughs> you probably get called a bandwagoner, to be honest uh -huh, with you. Uh huh. Are you. What? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No. Well, I was just wondering what's a bandwagoner <clears throat> oh. in Minnesota? So it'd basically be like when someone only cheers for a team because they're winning. Um, <laughs> like it, most of the people here are Vikings fans, right? Yeah. And if you see somebody like wearing like a Packers jersey or a Patriots because they win a lot. Yeah, we can you... we can to our old parts manager, Chris, mm. was a mm -hmm. fair weather bandwagon mm -hmm. fan. He abandoned the Vikings mm -hmm. despite being a lifelong Minnesotan <laughs> and decided to start cheering for the Packers, which is uh, that makes me sick to my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, you'd be okay though, because in Canada you kind of can choose whoever you want. Yeah. What about yeah? What about hockey though? Oh. Oh, uh, you can only like the Habs here. Oh you, yeah. Okay. Yeah, if you like any other team, you won't survive. But I don't like hockey. What? Um, or sports. Okay. So I don't really root for any team. But the reason I bought the the Patriots t-shirt was because I'm a bit of a history nerd. So I just really liked the fact that they had this like guy with a tri-corner hat from like, you know, the revolutionary period. And I thought, oh, that's neat. Like, you it's know, it's an awesome logo to the past. Oh, so you have the old one. You have like the vintage um, Patriots one. Good logo. Yeah. I don't know if. The ancient revolutionary soldiers, though, like got ancient it? revolutionary, <laughs> they, they didn't they didn't come over from fucking Babylon. You can't prove that. <laughs> okay, uh, but yeah, isn't he like in a football center stance in that? Isn't it an old helmet? Isn't he like down in like a three point stance? Oh, that's stance? their logo helmet. Yeah, that's their <laughs> their helmet logo. <laughs> they had a, uh, a merchandise logo that was a lot cleaner than that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, because that was silly, especially represented on like the Nintendo. Oh, it yeah. just looked like a little guy taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, are well, you? The one I... Yeah, oh. go ahead. Oh no, 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 sorry. Finish your. Oh, just that the one I have is just his profile. It's not awesome. his like whole mm -hmm. body. Okay, very cool. Mm -hmm. Um, I was gonna ask: Is are you in the same time zone as us, or are you in Eastern? I'm in Eastern Standard Time. Okay. Cause yeah. I, you know what? I'm not that good with Canadian geography, so I know Quebec's over on the east side of uh, of uh, Canada. Great fishing in Quebec. Is it? I don't know. It's from Letterkenny. <laughs> Can you confirm or deny this? Um, I, I think we have, like, on the coastal, in the coastal regions, good fish, but I don't, I don't think Quebec is associated with fish as far as I know. But, like, I'm an Anglophone here, so I'm kind of, like, not... Oh, yeah, you're a black sheep. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Do you speak French at all? Yeah, I do. Oh, fully? Um, It's not as fully as I'd like it to be. Or they, or the rest of the population would like for you to be, I'm sure. Yeah, probably a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what? The weirdest thing actually happened this week at work. So, you know, they have translators coming for the patients, 
Uh, they had to have a French translator come in. Ooh. No idea where this person is from, but you don't. That's like really rare here, I would say. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how. I mean, they. they that's that's a good gig, I guess. <laughs> Speaking, I don't. It was just so weird. I don't know. It's yeah. uh, um, yeah. It's usually like some form of uh, Middle Eastern language or. Somalian or Hmong or uh, Vietnamese or something like that. Sign Not... language, I'm sure. Have yeah. you had any deafies? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you should call them deafies. Deaf people. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So uh, how? They can't how... hear me. <laughs> <laughs> you said that about um, the Amish too last. Oh week. shit! <laughs> Is there Amish in Quebec? We need to know. Um. No. No. They don't no, come. I've never seen any. I've seen a few Mennonites, uh-huh. but now I can't remember if it's here that I've seen them or in New Hampshire. Do you remember one of our when we first started the show? One of the very first people who like reached out to us was uh, Jenna. Where I think she's from British Columbia, possibly. I can I cannot remember. I'm sorry, Jenna, but uh, yeah, that's the reason she reached out to us is because of the Mennonites in Canada, right? Remember, and they had like a mafia. Yes, shit. yes. <laughs> I don't. Well, how do we piss off so many groups that are so violent? The Amish <laughs> mafia, the the voodoo people. Uh huh. We're in trouble. Well, it's fine. We're, We're constantly we under just, siege. We just attack everybody. That's how you survive. Flail you violently. General Amin will attest to that. <laughs> just switch your position and flail back and forth as fast well, as possible. Well, now I, after, Kelly, I don't know if you listened to it yet, the the newest last podcast about Elster Crowley. It's like no. lit- that's like literally no. all he did is just try to alienate everything. Perfect. Yeah. Pare it down to absolute nothing. <laughs> They're finally covering the old bastard, huh? Uh-huh. And he's really annoying. That's what I'm learning. Yeah. He's an edgelord. Yeah. 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 I'm sorry. Did you say you listened to that one? No, not yet. Um, I saved it, but I haven't I haven't started it yet. I'm kind of, I don't know, not too enthusiastic about them doing Aleister Crowley. I probably should be more enthusiastic, but it's... It's not a topic like I'm super interested in. Sure. You don't like yeah. you don't like early 1900s wizards? <laughs> well, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know many early 1900s wizards, so I guess I should give them a chance. Yeah, I mean, I he's n- he's not as cool as like Chris Angel or David Blaine. Yeah, but, um... yeah, he's not. He, maybe he'll get there. You know, <laughs> I if I was David Blaine. Like I'm not. I would change his title to like David, Master of Scaring Black People. Blaine. Okay. That should be his. Okay. Is he, but he is half black, right? Is he? I, I don't know. I just always remember the video. It's like the meme of him scaring all them black people with his magic. With his magic, yeah. yeah. Hey, they don't cotton to that for the most part. No, it's kind of funny. Yeah. I. I've I've never seen a live magician. Have Have any of you oh, guys? Oh, just at restaurants okay. when they do the fucking table magic, and then it's like my energy's so off that I'm pretty sure I ruin the tricks every time because I'm just like I don't know what you want me to do. Please just go away. Never speak to me. I've never had a magician come up to me at a restaurant. Lucky. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't think I I don't think I ever had. Was it specifically a restaurant? Where a magician was supposed to come up to your table? Do you know where Cadillac Ranch or Cadillac, whatever it's called, at the mall? It's a restaurant, the Mall of America. Uh, I've, I haven't been there in so long. Okay. Well, it's like an Americana restaurant. It's like a really delicious Applebee's. But mm. unfortunately, they have like a bull riding machine, which is funny. But then sometimes they have table entertainers come by, and that's a okay. nightmare for me. Yeah, I just want to eat. Yeah, I want to be left the fuck yeah. alone. I'm so glad I haven't had to go to a restaurant in over a year, actually. Are most magicians failed actors? That's the real question. They all reek of desperation <laughs> in their grandfather's basement. They smell like my granddad's sleeping bag. I I don't know. It, sorry, Kelly. There's a, there's a word in German. It's Fremdschamen. And it's it describes the feeling of when you're looking at somebody doing something and you feel embarrassed Secondhand embarrassment. Oh, yes, yeah. So there's like a lot of frem shaman happening whenever there's a performer in my vicinity. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. So basically, that's like the German word for cringing, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> 
I I need to put that word in my head because I use cringe too much. Maybe I got to start um a frosh mimo. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is. What if you just Well, see with this Kelly, thank you for informing us because if a magician comes up to my table while I'm enjoying a meal somewhere, I can just say like from shaman. Yep. And yep. Just shake my head. It's and like I, I can't believe he'll it. Ha- he'll have no idea what we're talking about. Yep. So he'll yeah. just keep going with his card trick then. <laughs> yeah. It will accomplish nothing. Uh do you speak German or do you just know that word? Um, I just know that word. Yeah. Okay. Although I did take German classes uh uh well not last summer, but the summer before that. So we we need to ask a geological question here. Uh, since, since geological? <laughs> what are you gonna ask? You gonna ask about rocks and minerals? Or do you mean geographical? A geographical okay. question here. Kelly's seeing my stupidity on full blast right now. <laughs> um the so in Quebec, are you do you get to enjoy like the world's greatest crepes outside of Ooh. France itself? Ooh. What's the crepe culture like? What's the crepe culture like? Well, actually, um, the one crepe place I knew uh, went out of business recently. Um, it was called Paris Crepe, and it was on St. Catherine Street. And all of these students, these international students from uh, China worked there. Um, it, it went under. Um, besides that, I don't really know any other crepe places, but I do know that in French... Um, depending on how you say the word crepe, you could either mean like a, like a crepe the way we know it or a pancake. And I don't know which one is which, um, but it's like crepe or crepe. Oh, so one of them is like a regular pancake and the other one is a goddamn exactly what you want. A little tiny crepe, (laughs) a thin little crepe. Exactly. And it's so, it's super confusing. So, I mean, it, yeah. Well, I figured isn't a crepe. Like realistically, just a really thin pancake. Yeah, but there's differences in the batter as well. Yeah, so that it doesn't burn up or whatever. But when they're fucking loaded with something, (laughs) when you put something in there, holy shit! It's basically like a bunch of sweets with uh, a thin little pancake layer around it. At that point, in the Russians have blini, which Mm. is basically the same thing, but. You put like sour cream and jelly on them, and it's the best goddamn okay. fucking goddamn it. I love it. Take leave it to the Russians to turn a sweet into a hearty thing. There, hell yeah. Surprised you didn't say you put like I don't cabbage beets. and beets yeah. and all that Ugh. shit in there. Nice raw beet. Shoot it, and you cook it on your AK seven AK forty seven barrel. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, there is, is it... an AK seventy four as well. Is it? Well, do they have access to it though? Ooh, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> That's a good question. Someone told me you get shot with one of those. You like it? It like goes in your body and turns into like a sharp or a shark blender in in your insides. Yeah, and it's a big it's a big bullet compared to the five mm. five two or whatever of mm. the uh, M sixteen. Mm. Yeah, it just turns into a, a ricochet magnet inside your bones. <sighs> Let's hope that doesn't happen. That would be no good. Mm. I mean, no bueno. Hey Kelly, are you experiencing so in Minnesota right now? The high mm-hmm. temperature has been literally, I'm not even kidding you, like negative two. Which now, in freedom units, yeah. not Celsius. Yeah. yeah. I, I, in Celsius, I assume that's like negative 45 or something. Sure, sure. Um, but uh, is is that what it's like up there? Um, right now, it's like minus 20 Celsius. Okay, so that's like, what, five? Let's get, I'm going to yeah, get Yeah, pull up that old, uh, here we go. It's time for the uh, temperature, uh, what's it called? Temperature conversion time <laughs> only on between the bumbles. Will you hear high rate high? Okay, ne- okay, there you go. Is it negative twenty? You said. Yeah. Okay. So doesn't ne- it, doesn't it like isn't it the same at that point when it's minus twenty? It, it it's the same in Celsius and Fahrenheit. No, it says negative four. Minus four. Mm. I think it might be closer to minus forty where they become uh, the same. The same. Okay. <laughs> I'm Where gonna... it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah, your skin's uh, in trouble. Okay, <laughs> so for you, for our current high right now at approximately five twenty-three p.m. is negative eighteen point eight 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 nine. Negative eighteen point eight 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 nine. Nice. Yeah. So oh, that's the yeah. Celsius. That's the Celsius. Mm-hmm. Huh. 
I think tomorrow the high is like negative 10 or something. But like, we got bad. 50s coming next week, brother. Yeah, I hope so. Ooh, hell yeah. Dude, I got to tell this story. So I have quite a long journey on my way to work. And all week it's been like super cold. And then you'll get like a light dusting of snow mm. overnight. Which means every time that happens, you will see at least 10 to 15 crashes. Which then means that... There's backed up traffic everywhere. Mm -hmm. So all week, all week long, I just like these morons. I'm just like, you've lived here long enough. When you know it's icy, slow the fuck down. Yeah, what are you doing? Especially with the the snow that turned. It's just another frictionless piece of shit. Well, my two highlights were one van was completely flipped on its top. <laughs> I don't even know how the hell they did that. And then another one was completely engulfed in flames. Wow. <laughs> so do you take 394 since you yeah. have to Okay, that's yeah. the problem too. Yeah. It's it's 5294 to 394. The 394 slip in is a problem. Mm -hmm. It's a problem. Well the the biggest uh it's that one. Well actually no. I would say it's 35 coming into 94 mm. on in the Minneapolis side and the St. Paul mm -hmm. side. Mm -hmm. Just like... But yeah, the one on fire, it looked like something out of a fucking horror movie. Sure. It was just like sure. a huge blaze. It had to... You know, it was really cold that night, so it had to feel pretty warm near it, but... Uh, you should have hopped out. <laughs> I was kind of worried that thing was going to blow up. <laughs> had a little marshmallow or something. Oh, my God. Cars don't blow up like that. Uh, no, but... I, I can remember when I was pulling up, I could see this all the cop sirens. I figured, okay, someone crashed again. Yeah. And then I saw this little plume of smoke. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, hold on a minute. What the hell? And then there's like a flash kind of, and you can see the flame going up. And I was getting up to it. The whole front half and like side of the cars in like this big bonfire oh my god and the cops are like sitting way back and then the lady is like sitting way back just watching her car burn <sighs> it wasn't a tesla right or was it uh this is mercedes something Whoa, another yeah hachi machi mercedes suv i don't know how she did it i don't think she crashed into anybody just started on fire oh maybe she tossed a little smigarette out and it uh it went in front of her car going 70 yeah, miles an hour yeah, and lit yeah. a fire you know my grandpa he, 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 one time he started the back of his van on fire by not getting his cigarette out the window right yeah and he was like yeah there was some kids flicking matches near my car that's must be how it happened uh -huh, like, grandpa <laughs> all right grandpa nice try gramps do you do you have to drive to work kelly um well not right now um now I'm working remotely. Uh, it's been a year, um, but usually I take the train into town. Okay. So you got to avoid. So you got to remember, America doesn't really like that public trans transit thing. Um, yeah. But, but, uh, but I, I kind of I'm jealous of that because, like, from what I've experienced in the places I've gone to, it seems like there's a lot more wild space between cities and towns. Like, there's less of, like, uh, suburbs or something. Not that there aren't suburbs, but it just seems like the places I've been to, it's like, there's a town, there's a city, and then you're just driving through the woods or the mountains. Mm -hmm. Are you talking about and, in America? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I like that. I, I like that there's more space and there's more um, pleasant scenery when you drive. But I don't know, like, I've... I don't commute in the States. I just go on vacation in the States. So oh, yeah. what I'm seeing is probably very different from well, what people should experience. I mean, if we're being realistic here, like let's say where Adam and I are sitting right now, we're literally five minutes from downtown St. Paul. Mm -hmm. And in another 20 minutes, you could basically be in no man's land. Yeah. You could be in farm country. Yeah. yeah. And the next closest kind of big city is probably Rochester. Duluth, uh, Rochester. Yeah, yeah, all about two hours. Yeah. Um, so America's a very big, sprawled-out country. Yes, unlike Canada, where 90% <laughs> of the population is nestled up right along the border there. Yeah, well, if you were to head north uh, from where you live in Quebec, isn't that basically no man's land up there? Yeah, um, probably if I were to drive two hours from where I am, I wouldn't know where I was. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 
cannibal hill tribes would <laughs> well, be hunting you down. Well, according to the documentaries I've watched, that's where Bigfoot's hiding. Oh, uh, the Bigfoots are always he, there. He loves like really northwest Canada. He's an interdimensional being. Mm. Uh, that's so? the only reason why he <laughs> hasn't been found is that he can slip through fucking portals and he knows where the least populated woods are. That's what okay. I think. I Very possible. Otherwise, you would find some kind of heads or tails of that motherfucker if he's not slipping through <laughs> universe portals. <laughs> he needs to. I, like... I wish I've seen. I wish I could say I've seen a Bigfoot, but I haven't. I haven't ex- experienced any anything like that. That would be life changing. What? I was. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Where's Ogopogo? He's in BC, I think. Uh huh. That'd be kind of oh, sweet to go there. Uh huh. I guess probably the closest cryptid for you is probably Champy in New York. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So, where yeah. have you all been in the U.S.? Um, I've been as far south as North Carolina. Wow. Um, I had a layover in Detroit for about. An hour, so that doesn't really count. <laughs> you really took in the city. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but mostly I've been to Vermont, um, New York, a little bit of Massachusetts, some of Maine, and that's about it. Well, it, you're lucky you didn't go any further than North Carolina. That's Candace country there. Oh, yeah. She'd eat um, you up. Yeah. She'd kill you. I, you know, you need to go to like the warmer states like California Arizona, yeah. Florida, yeah, maybe Texas. Uh, we can you can keep Florida off there, <laughs> but definitely hit the Southwest, Las Vegas for she sure. She needs to she needs to experience like what humans look like when they start morphing into leather bags. Yeah, so yeah, when they turn into Lovecraft monsters, <laughs> go to well, Florida. I would really love to go. Like it's always been a dream of mine to go on a road trip through the states and specifically through the warmer states because I don't like being cold. Yeah, and, and you're from the cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like I I I had kind of made a plan to do that once. Um and I said, yeah, I'm going to drive through like, you know, Louisiana and Texas and New Mexico. <laughs> and then my sister said, if you go through New Mexico alone, you're going to end up raped and murdered. And oh, I was thinking Jesus. at the time, like, oh, she doesn't know what she's talking about. But it scared me enough that I never did do that. And then as I learned more about New Mexico, I heard that it's actually not impossible that something like that could happen. Oh, yeah. I mean, with the main highway across New Mexico, there's nothing there for for a hundred miles at a time <laughs> and when it is it says like indian souvenirs the next right and so yeah, yeah so it's all the topaz you can handle or no <sighs> what's the blue thing they sell yeah that's topaz right it... uh... oh maybe not turquoise, turquoise. turquoise. I, I was gonna say louisiana and new mexico i might even be afraid to drive through myself bayou and desert <laughs> man scary scary but okay Louisiana's probably got hillbillies, and New Mexico's got meth heads, so you're kind of... Texas is fine. Texas is fine, especially if you're driving that route, you're only mm. going through the uh, the panhandle, so you're only going through, like, Armadillo and so on. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There's that, that highway, the the Texas Killing Fields Highway. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Well, don't That's- go- that, that would scare me. That scared me a lot. Don't That's, go down that one. I saw on your Instagram you were reading a book about that a while back, right? Yeah, it was a really, really good book. Super enlightening and made me never want to take another solo road trip. <laughs> yeah, it, it basically it just showed that highways were the perfect tools for killers, right? Yeah, and I was, I was so afraid, um, like in hindsight, because a few summers ago, I went to go see Last Podcast live in New York, not the city, but outside of the city. Mm-hmm. And I went alone, um, which I've done before. And it was a fine trip, but I was pretty freaked out that whole time, um, mostly because I listened to Last Podcast the whole time going down. So <laughs> I wasn't really filling my head with like happy thoughts. And then I drove past Albert Fish's house, Ooh. which didn't make anything better. Ooh. But anyway, I'm driving back home and um, and this is what I was thinking of right after I read that, that book. Um, I pulled over at a, um, um, not a truck stop, but rest like a rest stop. Rest spot. Yeah. yeah. The kind where like families stop. Yeah. Take a shit. Then, walk around. Yeah. And I 
I had stopped because I had a sandwich that I wanted to eat. And so I park and because I'm like, I don't know, I, I think it's because I'm introverted and shy. I park like far from everywhere, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is not a good idea when you're traveling alone. So I had parked kind of like on the outskirts of this parking lot and I'm trying to eat my sandwich. And beside me, like a few spaces beside me, there was this van, um, kind of like a a van you'd see in like the the 70s with um, like the windows and the curtains, you know, the one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the people there that were around the car, I found kind of like remarkable because it was this older man who like kind of looked like he could be a trucker, which is no, I'm not trying to offend truckers. Um, Listen, truckers, yeah. calm down. All right. Stand down <laughs> yeah. truckers. Take your Adderall and meth and get out of here. <laughs> That's right. Breaker, breaker one nine. You can well, say, I'll like, say, I'll say it for you. They're gross. Yeah, you truckers, some of them, some of them. I'm pretty sure they make up a big proportion of our <laughs> listenership. So truckers, I love you. <laughs> and Adam's yeah, dad's I, a trucker. I feel so. really uh-huh. bad for truckers after reading that book. And I just want them to like be happy people who know that like, you know, humanity loves them. Uh-huh. But um, anyway, so this guy kind of looked like maybe he was a trucker in a past life <laughs> and he was older. And the guy that was with him was this guy who was like maybe in his 20s. Um, I don't even think he would have been past his 20s. And he was young and he kind of looked a little bit like, you know, granola hippie-ish um long straggly hair and um may or may not have been wearing a poncho i can't tell if that's just my imagination at this point could be a drug Uh, rug too huh could be one of those uh sweatshirts that that's like made out of that carpet material uh like that poncho material they call them drug rugs so that way if you drop ash on it it won't like uh won't burn won't burn through gotcha Mm -hmm. okay i've never heard that before there you go yeah but yeah, so these two guys were there and like they were kind of milling around like aimlessly and you can tell like when something is not right. And they just like they were kind of like looking at me in my car and like I was a little bit freaked out, but I was trying to tell myself like, no, Kelly, like, you know, you're an anxious person. You have to tone down the anxiety. Um, so I'm sitting in my car with like all my doors locked kind of trying to rationalize this but they were just like really freaking me out and they kept like looking over at me in my car and so I just ended up like saying fuck the sandwich and I drove off and and I was fine but it was after I read that book that I was like oh shit you know like it's a good thing I drove away because those guys were giving me the creeps so bad hell yeah especially when you're in a car get yeah. get out of any situation that makes you uncomfortable with strangers yeah. because strangers are dangerous i don't know if this is just like america but i would have a rule don't ever travel by yourself if you can help it yeah and the second the sun starts going down don't ever go to a rest stop right ever right um just go to a hotel if you need <laughs> something but that's uh uh you can eat a sandwich while you're driving I was going to say, that's very polite of you. Americans would just be scarfing that bitch down while I, talking on their uh, cell phone. Shit, I've eaten like steak dinners while I was driving before. Let's be yeah. real. Yeah. It, Come was, on now. it was kind of a healthy sandwich on like uh, pumpernickel bread or some kind of meant to be healthy rice. So, you know, it was falling apart. A crumble sandwich. Uh-huh. But yeah. Um, yeah, I was happy to leave. Okay. Fuck yeah. Is that book, is that about. Um, like they have the movie The Town That Dreaded Sundown. It's not that one, right? This based off or the movie is based off. Um, the movie doesn't sound familiar to me, but I don't think so. When did that movie come out? Oh God, it was well, I mean the movie came out in the eighties, but it was based off some dude who like started killing people. Um I can't remember. Maybe that was just isolated to a town and not a highway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was just some guy who started like killing random people, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. Well, I... the book was uh, written relatively recently, and it was mostly about like how highways have sort of, um, what's the word, like uh, 
facilitated violence mm-hmm. and um, transformed the way um, violence, um, you know, or the way that people express violence. So in the first few chapters, um, she was talking about, um, you know, that movie with Martin Sheen and um, Sissy Spacek, where they're like, it's the 50s, there are these two young kids, and they kind of go on this killing spree while driving to the Hoover Dam. Cody? Uh, I mean, it, it sounds like a version of Natural Born Killers, but I don't think that's what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's not that one, but I think Natural Born Killers was based off of it. Oh. So she, the author just kind of went from when highways um, sort of like started, or interstate highways started to appear in the States in the 50s. Yeah. And then how um, people became more mobile. And then there were things like, um, you know, these killing sprees that took place across states that she was saying wouldn't have happened if there were no highways. Um, she mentioned Atlanta and the, um, uh, well, what's his name? Uh, Wayne Bertram Williams. Yes. Is it Bertram? Yeah. I think it's Wayne Bertram Williams. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of highway killers, honestly. Well, You've, we've covered probably like three of them. Well, think about it. You can be anywhere mm. in a lickety split mm. instead of having to take like back roads and go across certain bridges that were made to get across rivers and stuff like that. I still kind of feel like they would have killed people regardless. Yeah, but uh, you can really have a prolific, mm. long-lasting career if mm. you're always on the move. Dwight Eisenhower, right? Everybody he was people on the Yeah, highway? definitely. <laughs> he made the highway. But uh, uh, everybody just sees sunshines and rainbows when new technology comes out. Mm. They never think of the dark, the darkness that people can bring to new technology. True. But mm-hmm. I, I mean, okay, let's be fair here. I think Hitler invented the highway, right? He did pretty good with it, yeah. yeah. He was Audubon and all over the place. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and it was perfect for troop movement, landing planes. That's why uh, every few miles here we have to have a perfectly straight section on an interstate highway so in case we need to land our uh, big C-130s on it. And shit. Do, that's really a thing. Absolutely. This is It's as military as it is civilian-focused. So when Barry Sotero finally launches his NWO plan... New highways. He's going to land all the NWO uh, fighter jets on there. That's right. Okay. That's Interesting. right. Interesting. But anyway, uh, so so that did, so the point of the book's kind of just like talking about all the killers that came from or benefited from the highway system? Maybe yeah. Not. Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. Like, um, killers that benefited from the highway system. Perfect. Mm, interesting. Yeah. So it's a relatively new book, huh? Yeah, just came out a few years ago. I can't remember when exactly. I was going to say, we should let everybody know that, obviously, you've been our research assistant. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Between <laughs> the Bumbles Talks to uh, everybody. This mm. week's guest mm. is research assistant and uh, lovable person, Kelly R. Yes. Thank you for having me. Fuck yeah. We're, we're like really bad at introductions, but... I always forget. What I was going to say is, honestly, your book reading puts the show to shame. Like, you probably read more books than Adam and I combined. No question. Um, <laughs> but, oh, thank you. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you have like the knowledge of all the goddamn books. Mm-hmm. I wish I... I don't know. Maybe it's... Maybe it's just like I feel like I never have time to read is like a hobby. Sure. Because it's either reading for the show or, or doing something else. Like literally somebody gave me this manga about like a some killer that's really fun apparently. And I still haven't had time to read it. Um. So. Yeah, that's I. you, you got to split up your day into however you can. And if your form of entertainment, well, you're still getting your pages in. Like I you am. should be reading. So. You're still getting your pages well, in. You're gonna your vocabulary's improving. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. At least you're reading. Uh, uh, maybe not for pleasure right now, but you will in the future. I I just I, I can't reveal it, but uh, the book I'm reading for the episode that will be coming up after you know this episode comes out, it's definitely somebody everybody will know. And man, it is a lot darker than I remember. Adam knows what I was talking. I told you last week, but man, it is a a lot darker than I remember, so uh-huh. I just wrapped that up. Fantastic. <laughs> but uh, sometimes you read these books, and it's just like, 
what am I reading right I know, now? I know. And then you read like a uh, really hot book like Kissing the Coronavirus. <sighs> oh yeah, we started Kissing <laughs> Corona too before uh before uh before we got on this call here. Yes. That's that's I mean Jesus, I'm so, fully torqued still. So, so Kelly, here's our two book selections. I either read true crime books or paranormal books and then um erotica books. Those are like my two two options here. <laughs> Terribly written fanfic. <laughs> I know, and you you were always, uh, is that primarily what you read, like, either history or true crime? Yes, yeah. Um, I read a lot of history books, um, but it's funny, actually, that you mentioned that your friend lent you a manga, because um, I was doing super well, like, I was reading a lot of books every year, Um and then I have this friend who introduced me to anime and manga. Um, and before he introduced me to it, I was kind of like, okay, like this stuff is super weird. The people yeah, who are into it are really weird. And weirdos, yeah. But um, I guess it takes one to know one because <laughs> um, I got really into it and he got me hooked. And so I haven't read a real book um, since since that last one, since Killer on the Road. Wow. Dude. I know. Look, well, okay, that I'm trying to remember the name of the manga. It's something some guy's named the Psycho Killer. Um Psycho Crusher. Well, that's M Bison. <laughs> well, she gave it to me because she knew about the podcast. She's like, Oh, I bet you'd like this because it's like really funny and about this guy who's a killer and whatever else. So Hell yeah. Uh but yeah, I I don't know. I'm not that good with manga. You know, I like my occasional anime. Yeah. Um but uh, it's just like I feel, always feel like it's just it can either have a really compelling story, really awesome graphics, or you can just kind of be relaxed. It's impossible to nail all of them, except if you're Cowboy Bebop. Mm. That's the only one that's like perfect style, perfect voice, perfect everything. Apparently, don't ever watch Touch of the or the Grave of the Fireflies. You're supposed to never watch. Oh, that it's one. real sad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have yeah, you seen I've it? heard that one, and I've heard that it's best to stay away. Yeah, it's yeah. too sad. It's yeah. way too sad. I'm kind of like a basic bitch who's only seen like the mainstream ones. One of the weirdest ones I I think I ever watched was Akira. Akira's not weird. That's mi- that's as mainstream as it gets. Everybody but, knows Akira. Yeah, I know it's mainstream, but like it's fucking weird. And the 2020 Tokyo Olympics were supposed to happen where Akira would have happened, but that got fucking canceled because of fucking to- coronavirus. Would there have been, a, Tokyo would, would there coronavirus. been a eyeball and a brain in a jar that would have came out of the Tokyo Olympics? Do you fucking think there wouldn't have been? <laughs> that was the part where I was like, I kind of liked it, like the main character. And then all of a sudden he kind of becomes like an asshole. Yeah. And then, it's like the brain jar, and I'm like, what the fuck is we going on? Got some on Metroids here? going on yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on here? That's a good movie, though. <laughs> it is. Apparently, it's less confusing if you watch it in Jap with Jap in Japanese or something. So always do dubs, um, not subs. And no, uh, wait, subs, oh, not no. dubs. I had it backwards. What'd you say, Kelly? It's the other way around. That's I, right. I prefer watching it with the subtitles. I Absolutely. don't like the dub. Unless it's Cowboy Bebop, which has the perfect I, English voice. Look, I can't. I couldn't watch Dragon Ball Z not dubbed. I can't. I can't stand those squeaky. Grandma voice. Goku is no good. No, no, no. I no. can't. I can't. That Speaking of that, voice. I got to bring those Blu-rays back. <laughs> I finished them. Did I finished okay. fucking DBZ Kai. I mean, I guess that's the most basic one you can get. Wow. Remember how hard those were to get? I was trying to order them off Amazon, uh, and they were like delayed by five weeks. That's why I borrowed your. Copies. Well, the. I only got him because I was laid up from my uh, car accident. I was like, Ooh. I watched fucking every episode of that bitch. Hell yeah. Hell I had yeah. a lot of time on my hands. Man, they did a pretty good job yeah, with it. I liked it. Hell yeah. I don't need to see Vegeta blowing up a planet with bug people on it. Or Goku learning how to drive. Yeah. I don't I need don't, that either. don't need any of that at all. No. How about that? You like Dragon Ball Z? No, I've never watched it. That's all right. Really? Okay. It's, it's for little boys and weirdos. Well, I'm not ashamed to say. <laughs> I love it. I'm a little boy and a weirdo, so <laughs> it just makes sense. So if, if like, someone was to ever visit Quebec, what would you recommend is, like, a tourist trap? Like, what what would be the thing to do there? Oh, um, 
Well, I guess they could go to like one of the sugar shacks. The hell's a sugar Whoa. shack? Yeah, you know where you go, you you like you get the maple syrup on a stick. I think Adam was thinking of something else. Yeah, I thought it was a prostitute hotel. <laughs> <laughs> the sugar shack. No, it's the cabana suk, and you go for like a a huge, um, well, breakfast style meal. Um, you get like um, scrambled eggs and uh, breakfast sausages, and like all of that typical stuff that you'd have at breakfast. Um, any time of the day and it's smothered in maple syrup and then you do like a little tour of the property and they give you at some point a popsicle stick and they pour maple syrup onto like snow and then you put the popsicle stick down and you whirl it and then you get like all of this like hardened maple syrup on the end of your popsicle stick. Well, I think you've just revealed the um, origin story of diabetes. Yeah. I think this is where it started at. Holy (laughs) shit. I want a goddamn snow cone popsicle maple syrup now. That just made me really. We do not have any sugar syrup cabanas here. No, no. We were promised the Fox family maple syrup. Yeah, but and he never delivered. He's absconded from I know life. I <laughs> I don't even know where he is anymore. <laughs> Me neither. We he's a, maybe he died in a maple syrup accident. Re- related incident. He's just like covered in maple syrup in a frozen rock somewhere. We don't have to pay out any life insurance as business owners, no, do we? Okay, no, good. we don't have any benefits here. <laughs> good, good. Come on, we're just like Papa John's. He's a part-time employee. He's not getting benefits. Maybe he's on extended paternity leave without um pay, without authorization or pay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I don't I don't know. I would love to. I remember a long time ago when I was talking about going to Quebec and then. I don't know. I think it was really expensive to travel there, if I mm. remember right. Like mm-hmm. via plane. I'm, I, I don't know how long it would dig to drive there. Probably a while. Probably a while. Yeah. You go to Winnipeg in about eight hours. Can we get there in eight hours? Yeah. You just got to shoot up through... Uh, got to go to North Dakota. Well, you go up to... you go. Yeah, exactly. North Dakota. You go up to Grand Forks, and then you mm. scoot over from there and take basically the middle of Dakota up to Winnipeg. North Dakota, the uh, COVID, probably the fucking COVID capital there. The legalizing ganja capital. Is it? I think so, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's interesting. Of it's... course, Minnesota being the the, 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 the the reddest blue state you'll ever find will be the last one to adopt it. <laughs> they, I just, I don't know. I I wonder what this new gov- our new governor's stance is on. I Tim, don't really... I don't know. I don't really know. He but did. I love that guy. Mr. Yeah. Walls, is, uh, he's taking care of me. Yeah, he... I don't know what his stands are. Like, obviously, you see the legalized marijuana parties. Like, there's like three of them yeah. on the ballot. Mm-hmm. So there's people who want it. It's crazy. Even like 15 years ago, 10 years ago, I would have said, that will never fucking be federally decriminalized ever. And now somehow we're inching towards it. Taking away William Randolph Hearst's terrible ideas about hemp <laughs> was he the guy yeah he was the senator was he, he no senator? newspaper magnate oh was he mm-hmm. he also reported <clears throat> on the sinking of the uss maine Ooh. yeah which got us into a little war yeah there's a big conspiracy there phil covered that the uss maine well you can mm. thank billy randolph first for wait do you think us in there okay wait do you think america sabotaged it to get in the war or do you think i think it was warmongering reporting mm. Is what I think it was. Mm. I think it was fake news. I think it was Donald Trump's fake news. That's not even close to Donald Trump. God, that's you just fu- have to watch Citizen Kane. They kind of explain it in that. Yeah, yeah, it's about yeah. him. Okay, Kelly, would you say that? I've heard people say it's the greatest movie ever. What do you think? Uh, no. Okay, definitely yeah. not. Um, I liked it when I first saw it. Um, mostly because I just had happy memories of. I had just finished my exams for the semester and I got home early and I sat on the couch and put on the TV and it was playing and I was too lazy to change the channel. Hell yeah. So yeah, that's the only reason why I like it is I remember that great afternoon. No <laughs> more time. exams, 
Just a little Citizen yeah. Kane and vegetable yeah. time. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Sometimes I've, those are the best movies I've watched. Just like when you're too lazy to change a channel. Mm-hmm. But, or when you have the fucking Blu-ray on the wall, <laughs> but you watch it on TV with commercials anyway. <laughs> it's just yeah. easier that way. I know. I know. It's terrible. We're awful. Who the hell owns it? Do you own a Blu-ray of Citizen Kane? Are you asking me? Yeah. No. Jesus. Okay. I've seen it once. That's enough. It's, it's not the too perfect much. movie. It's just not the perfect movie. Okay. Because it's too old. Isn't it about communism or something? Not really. Okay. It's about like a forewarning of something, right? Yeah, it's all it's all metaphor and mm-hmm. who the hell made that movie? Adam, Nobody knows. Adam well. Palenti. <laughs> Adam Palenti made it. <laughs> Is uh yeah, I don't know. I uh I feel like I just had a question and I've completely forgotten it. Well think harder about um, it. Um Oh well, the Beaver Tail. Beaver Tail. Oh sorry, Kelly. Sorry. Yes, go ahead. Um, so, okay, I've heard that there's, like, um, not the best relation between Minneapolis and St. Paul. Is that true? Like, I've heard that people from Minneapolis have some kind of resentment towards people from St. Paul. I would almost say the opposite. I would say St. Paulites (laughs) hate Minneapolites. I literally saw a bumper sticker that I strongly agreed with that says, keep St. Paul boring. (laughs) Perfect, yeah. I mean, it's a nine-to-five city. Everything shuts down after five o'clock. I would say there's a rivalry, but it's like the most passive rivalry. It's more just like, do you prefer the more calm, subtle St. Paul, or do you like the more vivacious metropolitan minneapolis yeah because yeah, that's where everything happens if there's anything happening it'll mm. be in minneapolis but oh, uh, that's disappointing because i thought it was going to be like a hatfields and mccoy's oh type no thing. no that's minnesota wisconsin <laughs> the best phrase i can say for that comparison is ain't nobody got time for that nobody got time no. right it's uh it's like a rivalry but it's like nobody cares that much right i guess maybe well, if you were born there or if we had multiple sports teams yeah like chicago yeah it's just like i don't like the i don't like minneapolis because i feel like you get you kind of get either hipsters um bros like old people trying to be cool still yeah or you just get like le- legitimately crazy people yeah um there's definitely a higher percentage of those in <laughs> minneapolis than yeah. st paul like if you wanted a lot of to see a lot of crazy people, um, they they come in bunches. You can just be like hanging out at rest some restaurant. Some guy will come up and start telling you about volcanoes molested his mom or something. Yeah. like it's just yeah. Like there's just not there's just crazy people. Like, yes, I don't know how else to put it. St. Paul, it's just like it'd be kind of like Florida. You just kind of go there to die. It's I old. Guess, yeah, you know? it's like old buildings. Nobody's in mm-hmm. too much of a rush. Mm-hmm. A lot of hipsters, oh, yeah, especially definitely. in the capital, or er, yeah. like the capital area, the cathedral area, especially. Yeah, they always live like above um, all the businesses. Mm-hmm. I've noticed there's mm-hmm. a lot of that, and they're like quarter million dollar or like half a million dollar goddamn condos. Yes, that are just like old as shit. I yes. don't know why you even want to live there. They're they're brownstones, but yeah. above like a Domino's, yeah. and it's a half a million dollars. But otherwise, like it. It's really like relaxing to chill there, I think. It is. Um it is. easy to get around too. A lot mm-hmm. easier than Minneapolis. Yeah, there's a lot of one ways in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. It's well, it's more of a grid system, mm-hmm. but it's it's scary and yeah. confusing. Yeah. So is Minneapolis more like of a city and St. Paul's more of a suburb? No, they're both cities. Minneapolis okay. is bigger. They say that they say that the roads in St. Paul were put down by drunk Irishmen <laughs> because they're just insane. Like, was this a, hor- a horse path or what? You know, like the four mm. points were coming up the hill. Well, well okay. St. Paul was first. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know how big in comparison to a city I could point out to you. Neither of them are that big, but adding them together, it's very big. Mm hmm. Like the metropolitan area is very big, and half the state lives <laughs> in the metropolitan area. That's so, right. um, yeah, I don't know. Like the downtown, downtown St. Paul is not that big. No, downtown Minneapolis is like sectioned in like three quadrants because you have downtown itself, and then you have uptown, and then you have northeast. 
And then it's kind of just like people live outside of those areas. Yep. Every other direction is yeah. urban sprawl. Aren't you you're in west or you're in south Minneapolis right now, right? Yeah, I'm right on the yeah. other side of the airport. Oh, are you? Yeah. yeah, right past Richfield. Then. Yep, 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 okay. yep. I yeah. go to Richfield Target to get my groceries. Yeah. In fact, it's uh, see that I I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the and other, it's a different route to get here. When I was in the lift, it was like, whoa, I don't 62? really see this this too much over here. Sixty two? No, it's not sixty two. That's what I would take from mm. uh my old place. Okay, Sankt Pauli. Okay, mm. interesting. Mm. Yeah, so there, there's uh, I guess the best description of it. I don't. I don't think I've been anywhere where you've been. Like, I, I want to go to New York. I want to go Vermont. to the East Coast. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to arm wrestle Bernie Sanders Hell out there. yeah. <laughs> you socialist pig, Bernie. Actually, I've seen Bernie Sanders' house. Get I drove past it. the fuck out it. of here. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. <clears throat> I saw someone make a post that he's like the epitome of white privilege. Epitome? Yeah. And I'm just <laughs> well, like. Epitome. I'm just like Jesus Christ. You think it was a nice house? Uh It was not like Uh it didn't look like just an average house. Uh It didn't look like a you know three million dollar house, but wasn't uh, wasn't a trailer. He wasn't slouching. Look, I just started following him, and I've never seen an individual who wants workers to have more money more in my life than that man he's a socialist well yeah but he wants people to have a livable wage yeah go should that be should that be evil well here's the thing buddy we're set up we're uber capitalists here Mm. and if there if there's a if there's a uh upper middle class Mm. there has to be a homeless class Mm. and that's like awful it's the, really bad. The uh, mm-hmm. my favorite graph he posted was the Walmart, the Walton family income. <laughs> so they, so since the graph is from 2008 to 2021, mm. they have doubled their money they take home every year, which is billions of dollars. Hell yeah! And the way that average worker worker income hasn't moved. Fuck yeah! So are they I, still are they still paying their Mexican workers in Walmart bucks? They were doing that for a long time. Oh, my God. Company store. Yeah. The sad thing is, I don't think the dad was that bad of a guy. They never are. It was the kids. Yeah. it's The one with the dream is always trying to do it in a dreamlike way, and then the kids ruin fucking everything. Thank God Bezos. I mean, Bezos is already evil. Yeah. Thank God he doesn't have any kids old enough to take over because they might be like, I don't know, killing people who don't shop there. There you go. I don't know. Now you're thinking it doesn't take long to slide into despotism. <sighs> What's it like having a I don't know, is do you think Canada treats people pretty well? Um, yes, I do. Okay. I do. Although recently, um, well, the Okay, so Quebec has a curfew right now. Um, I think they still have it on, but uh since Christmas until February 8th, they had a curfew and if you were out past seven you would be fined and um at first it it counted like if you were homeless and you were out you would be fined oh my god where are they supposed to go Uh, yeah huh where are they supposed to go well they said like oh there's enough room in all the shelters they Uh, can they can find a spot but there's not and some of them don't want to stay in shelters but we did have a judge who decided no that's that's not um it's not right and you can't um you can't find the homeless for being out past the curfew so they're homeless you can't you can't can't find them anyway they don't have any money (laughs) yeah i know so that was not a cool moment but ultimately they did take care of them that's what's up well here's the thing i envision canada has like adequate room in homeless shelters America, it seems like first come first serve, and yeah, they're just like. Well, I don't know though. I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, there's not there's not that much allocated to the homeless anywhere. Uh, I well, it sounds like they're better than here. Yeah. Uh, like I I can point out to like the one homeless shelter here, Dorothy Day. Yeah, yeah. and it seems like there's always a lot of people standing yeah. outside. It's of the it. only place I've seen people mm. fight over a bottle of booze. That's for sure. <laughs> is out in the courtyard of Dorothy Day Center. Yeah. What? What is that? I don't know. They were sitting around a fire, and then they just started yelling, and then they started Fighting. throwing punches. And then one gra- yeah. one of the guys just grabbed the half a bottle and just ran, just took off sprinting. I can say this: I knew one girl who worked at 
I don't know if it was a homeless shelter. It was something like that. And it was basically people who were so far gone as far as alcoholics go that they kind of just, like, gave them alcohol every day until they passed away, oh, essentially. Oh, weird. Like yeah. a hospice, but weirder. Kind of. She's like, they're so far gone, they won't give up drinking. Yeah. And, and if they did, it would kill them anyway. Yeah, so they basically just give them a little bit every day and <sighs> just kind of waiting for them to go. That's why I can't touch the stuff anymore. Yeah. That's where I would be. Yeah. I mean, that's probably like their whole life of doing that. Yeah. Like, I know a few people, one in my family, who just like, he's got all sorts of diseases, still won't mm-hmm. give up. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just, I don't know. You kind of get to that point where you're just like, they're never going to change. You have to, and they've made peace with it, and yeah. you have to as well. Yeah. yeah. So I, I imagine there's plenty of... Those people out there. Brutal. Um, yeah. And I, I assume with drugs, it's probably even worse. Probably. Uh, all that injecting yeah. marijuana's all day? Are you kidding me? Oh, did you see the, the Virginian governor said that yes. there's more marijuana deaths? Yeah. So that's my new favorite. Uh, I will never allow it to yeah. be legal. There, uh-huh. I will not see the rise in marijuana-related deaths. So I use that now if I'm talking about something... Uh, sarcastically a bit, God, that's killed more people than marijuana deaths, man. <laughs> Fucking just piles of bodies everywhere. Just so marijuana. Yeah. <laughs> just marijuana coming out of every orifice. Wonderful. I bet water has technically killed. Water's drink? killed every single person that's yeah. drank it. Yeah, true. Then technically, mm-hmm. couldn't you say that about marijuana? Absolutely. You could say and that about air. ketchup. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you could say about maple syrup. Yeah. And that, <laughs> that, my friend, is a good way to go. You can take every toe on every one of my feet as uh-huh. long as I can eat a maple syrup popsicles. <laughs> <laughs> is maple syrup flammable? Like, could you put it on your casket and have some light No, on fire? it's got to be above 50% alcohol. Okay. Yeah. I don't, mm. Yeah, I don't think you're. I don't think you're getting much of a burn. <laughs> you pour like so bubbling. To my knowledge, it's not flammable. Not oh. not flammable. Well, what it, you could like get it molten and then pour it on someone's head and kill oh, them. Oh, now that you could. Yeah. Because it would just basically turn into caramel, right? Well, that like you, uh, they did in Game of Thrones, poured it uh-huh. on that guy's head, on but that's maple syrup. I'll give you a fucking crown. <laughs> Call Drago says. Oh, what a bad way to go. That's uh, it's not hell. good. It's not oh, good. God. I'd rather go the way of uh, Pedro Pascal, whatever his name was on the show, Which where you... the mountain squishes his fucking oh, head off. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. What did I just watch with him in it recently? Narcos? No. Oh, his career went through the roof yeah. after he was, uh, what What the fuck was his name on the show? I don't know. The serpent. Prince Oberon. Guy. Prince Oberon. He's like the serpent... Something right. Well, he was from the uh, the one kingdom that they don't. That was like a secessionist kingdom a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it's called now. Me neither. The uh, I do know he loves the boys, right? Isn't he? He the loves the boys one? and the girls and nice. those that may be related to him. Mm. It's uh, he's he's, he's all about it. it's free love, baby. He's very Alistair Crawley. That's for sure. He just loves everything. <laughs> That's for sure. He wants to put his <laughs> willy in stuff. Can you imagine if he had access to Pornhub nowadays? Boy, they. He did in his mind. He had mind, True. mind, mind porn, porn hub. hub. Yeah, there you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I think that's going to do it for this week's edition of Between the Bubbles. We would like to thank Research Assistant Kelly and for everyone to know that she will be assisting greatly in the future for uh, time immortal because she is a slave and we own her. <laughs> Well, I was going to say, you can tell she's a lot more intelligent than we are. Truly. <laughs> it's, it's brutal that we're just over here yakking away when mm. she's a, a, a fountain. Mm. A fountain of information. Hopefully the manga doesn't ruin her 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 intelligent oh, mind. Oh, she's going to be, be going careful. around saying, <laughs> It's going to be awful. Well, yeah, okay, so yeah, careful. I didn't really say anything there. So thank you very much, Kelly. Thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun. Fuck yeah. Absolutely. Cody, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Adam, and thank you, Kelly. And my name is Adam, and uh, tune in Sunday for another brand new episode of the Mumblebutt Podcast. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye.